Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online Masters of Social Work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. You know, it's a good coping mechanism, at least for an hour. Escape Alcohol. is talking about Fat Friday. Oh, you meant this. Yeah, this is good, too. <laughs> I was like, are you giving me permission to drink? Well, I mean, it's like 8.30 p.m. there. So, yeah. <laughs> Man, could have started Lexi's drinking her Diet Mountain Dew. Ew. Yes, I am. Ew. I know. No, that sounds awful. It's It's delightful. Oh I still God. have, she gave me one and it's still in my refrigerator. You're missing Diet, out. Diet I'm drinking Mountain my... Dew reminds me of Desperate Night at the Hotel. And that's all that was in the bedding machine. And I'm like, <laughs> I'll take it for energy. What other kind of desperate times were happening at this hotel? Are we getting into uh, Hannah Cabo's kink corner already? Dude, dude. I was never desperate at the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, the one you worked at? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like when you're doing night audit and you need like some form of caffeine and all that's there is like Diet Mountain Dew, Diet Pepsi and Nestle Brisk Sugar Bomb. I was like, oh, <laughs> well, I guess it's shrinking testicles for me because <laughs> shrinking testicles. Do you remember that when the rumor no. said that Mountain Dew would shrink your testicles? Was that just, was this just in like the pre-monster days of a way to get like the um, <laughs> meth addicts who would drink like 16 Dr. Peppers or whatever, Mountain Dews a day? Was no, that says, just their it way? It says Mountain Dew shrinks testicles. Is it the, the dye in it? The chemicals? I don't know. I don't know. The just, last thing just, you guys told just, me. They just proved it. They're like, it's, they said regular consumption of Mountain Dew can decrease testicle radius well guys my testicles are just gonna get smaller i guess I don't know. <laughs> wow. see a couple weeks ago you told me about um how the dildo was invented right <laughs> the vibrator <laughs> right you told me how that was invented uh-huh. about because it was for women with hysteria and we got in this whole conversation and i was like <laughs> what the fuck i don't even how, how did i not know this I shit you not like two nights later i'm watching vice and it's their series sex before the internet yeah oh nice and i hadn't really watched any of those yet i was like kind of waiting for them all to come out and like a late saturday night when i couldn't sleep type of show to put on mm-hmm. and it was just on so i just w- whatever i was like okay i'll watch it and i shit you not they did that whole story nice and and i videoed part of it and i was like Lexi, <laughs> did you send it to me because i don't even remember i don't know i thought i sent it to both of you but it's mm. entirely possible i didn't i i don't know send but, it to um, a stranger or i meant to send it and then <laughs> didn't because i got distracted um i'm way too like add when it comes to receiving messages and also <laughs> texting back a lot of times I'll text back in my mind, mm-hmm. yep, but exactly. never actually oh. text back. I'm yep. so glad I'm not the only one because yeah. like, 
I oh, am yeah. so bad. I'm like, oh, I thought I responded to them. It's like been three days. And they're like, so Hanukkah, can you record on Tuesdays? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's now Thursday. I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, and then I also turn off the, um, I turn off all the like the notifications on my phone because I can't Me handle too. like all mm-hmm. the, and so I have it on like some form of do not disturb almost all the time, either personal or work, whatever. I don't, because there's too many goddamn apps that give me too many goddamn notifications that I can't get turned off. And it's a whole thing, right? So I just shut everything off. I do what I do. I get overwhelmed. I just shut everything off and shove it away. (laughs) Me too. And so that's what I've done with notifications. So if you text me and I'm not in a place where I could respond, like it requires, you know, me to check something or whatever, whatever the reason I can't respond right away, I'm not going to remember it later because I don't have notifications on to remind me there's a text waiting for me. So it's a whole like, well, I like to open up um, text on my Apple watch and then I'm too busy to respond to them. What, Cause I'm either doing acupuncture or like <laughs> serving and I like look at it and I'm like, Oh, I'll answer that later. And then mm-hmm. of course it, it cancels the notification in my phone. Mm-hmm. So then I don't even know I have a text message. And then, well, it's a week later, like Hannah Kawa said, and I have no idea what's going on. And <laughs> I'm talking to yep. myself. Oh, oh. So I woke up this morning. My phone was completely dead. Just dead. Completely dead. Tragic. I went to sleep last night. I went to sleep before midnight. Like I'd had this conversation with my girlfriends um, where I talked to them about cat masturbation. It was like a whole thing, right? Put it to bed. I mean, I, I went, I let it down, set my alarms, went to bed, woke up because my dog needed to go potty because her bladder is like the size of a pea. So I get up to go take her out and it's like, you know, 730 and I'm like, okay, that's about when I'm, you know, waking up when I don't have to take the kid to school. So I was like, okay, everything's fine. Go to pick up my phone. It's completely dead. Dead as a doornail. It's plugged in. It's charged. I check the chargers. I check, you know, change it. Nope. I have no idea what it is. No. And and I was too busy to deal with stuff. I had my watch and I had my iPad. So at least I had, you know, communication. So I texted, had a life made. I was like, Fuck, I just, I can't, I can't deal with it because I can not deal with technology that doesn't work. I just, it, it like creates this like wall in my brain. So he ended up coming home later when he came home from work, he was like going to go like start a claim with like Verizon or something. But then he Googled something and it was some like, you know, volume up, volume down, push, push, mm-hmm. you know, like a, like a cheat code on a, you know, Xbox like what I had to do when I remember when I didn't have service and it was, that's a whole nother thing. And I was like hitting all the buttons and doing yeah, all the things. It yeah. was something he, like he had Googled, mm-hmm. like, you know, iPhone 14 pro, uh, you know, not starting. Apparently it was a thing, do this. And it comes back and it came back on. Nice. So it's like now, a software glitch or something. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. So. um, I smell yeah. like shrimp. You smell like shrimp. Yeah. Sorry. We had a, at my friend's house oh salmon right. and shrimp and i just got old bay in my eyes actually just now just now rubbing your eyes talking <laughs> about the shrimp yeah <laughs> and you're eating it in shrimp in maryland it's gonna have old bay <laughs> Woo! that's some good shit though oh she gave me like a whole bag of shrimp his sister like this much shrimp in my fridge right now kaya <sighs> loves it kaya was like rum, 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 rum. she ate like 20 <laughs> shrimp oh god no wonder she was running around like a Tasmanian she ate two pieces of cake and lots of gummies and then she started doing like zoomies around my <laughs> living room Specify gummies please yeah <laughs> gummy bears guys my friend odessa <laughs> had gummy bears for her 
like not... my my friend Odessa has no kids, but she has like a lot of nieces and nephews. So she like always has snacks uh, and just random stuff in her purse. She's like Mary fucking Poppins. Okay, there's a <laughs> freaking coloring book. There's like toys. I'm like, where where does this like never ending stuff come from? So that was my inner crazy entertainment tonight. And then did you see the video I just sent you? Yes, I, and I was about to, I was trying to talk to Hannah Cobb about it. Then we got distracted. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. So did you watch that video? Which one? the it's, baby yeah did you watch the one that the lexi sent of yeah. kaya talking I about doctor now the baby i saw the baby, the baby. baby. doctor <laughs> now she um doctor she... meow <laughs> i was like do you like doctor now yes i'm like oh bless your heart mm-hmm. doctor nazard and <laughs> whatever she said yeah. <laughs> i'm glad your phone's working i know me too um okay Let's get to Fat Friday. Whoop whoop whoop! All right, <clears throat> let's just get let's start with sisters and just get it out of the way because I don't even remember like what happened. Yeah. Like I remember what happened, but I don't. You know what I mean? Like yeah, absolutely. Let's get that one out of the way, and then we can talk about the selfish entitled twat in Florida. Lordy, okay. Season- <laughs> I've got some feelings <laughs> on him. I can tell. <laughs> we'll be right back. And now back to the show. So we're talking about season four, episode seven, Proof is in the Pudding. Uh, We recap seeing Tammy get approved for her weight loss surgery last episode. This episode, we start off with Tammy being super excited because she was just approved for surgery. So she's like, woo, surgery. And she's like, I finally gave up my sodies and chocolate. So she seems super excited and motivated. (laughs) Yeah, well, it's like finally getting that, you know. Yeah, Misty talking about getting a string bikini for Tammy. And Dr. Smith was like, well, whatever works. Whatever you want. (laughs) Oh, my God. Hey, you know what? Wear whatever you want. I ain't gonna, you know what? That's, I I, I have that feeling generally. I'll say it about this too. Wear whatever the fuck you want to wear. Right. I just need support. Somebody sent me a funny meme today about bra sizes. And like, if you're under a C cup, you get these beautiful lace like bra. Mm -hmm. And then if you're like a D plus, it's like, here's your beige colored. uh, I'm like, what is it? Um, Yeah. Then you have to like beige, red, black, and white. Unless you go somewhere that's, you know, going to (laughs) that. It's like a, it's a crank, like a crank pulley system to get it on. You get you get three you get three um hooks in the back maybe five <laughs> I like the five and then the straps the straps are like really super wide yeah. it's like it's like breast it's like, insurance like you have to make sure those things are staying somewhere <laughs> right and then it says in the meme it was like oh and here's a little decorative bow in the front to make you feel like it's yes that's place. gonna fall off in like two weeks yeah. <laughs> it's gone or there's like some weird embroidery on it oh my god yeah exactly oh. and um as somebody like me and all of you probably being large breasted we get yeah. it oh yes <laughs> oh we get it <laughs> even after our uh breast reductions yeah when i was a triple like insane mm-hmm. triple insane yeah. so i don't even know what it was oh, wait you guys both had reductions uh-huh yeah i, I need one i'm a I, like can i even say this i don't even care i'm a 38 h now 36 38 h mama's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we. I'm a 34 double D right now. Uh huh. Is my most recent, 
and that's but that was my let me buy several at target that were on sale and try them on and see which one fits me the best ah uh, see i can't even fit in a target sizing which sucks after the baby it's just boop <laughs> i didn't even have any milk i'm like where the hell are my, are my boobs bigger oh i gained weight but i'm like come on now <laughs> yeah yeah uh, mine have with my recent weight loss they've definitely gone down again okay that's good um, i mean like or not or good no or, it is good i want them small i mean i had a reduction to get them at like a c cup but i was still like a d cup and then mm. i gained weight and then oh, i c lost cup, weight and- c cup would be goals mm-hmm. i asked my doctor i was like can i do a c cup he goes We'll see what we can do. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I want to make him proportional to the rest of you. Like, uh, I, I like, guess but you're I saying don't I'm like fat. Mine. <laughs> <laughs> That's why when I hear things like string bikini, I'm like, I ain't no support. I need, I need uh, some spanks. I need a security <laughs> bra with three straps or a thick wide band thicker yeah. than, uh, yeah. you know, a few inches or whatever. Huh. Whatever. Teach is real. For okay. real. And also, on uh, speaking of bathing suits, why does it always look like Amy is always wearing like a bathing suit bottom, like one of those skirt bathing suits? Why does oh. Amy always look like on sisters? She she has this black that. skirt thing, short skirt thing. Is it a skirt? It kind of looks like a skirt, but it looks like a bathing suit skirt. I'll have to look. I've never paid attention to it. Yeah, it was skirt. What bathing suit skirt? What what skirt? <laughs> you don't know what a skirt is? the fuck's a skirt <gasps> it's what? shorts and a skirt combined why How, oh my god wait i'm 37 are you where were you me? in the 90s not wearing fucking skirts <gasps> what you're about you mean to tell me that I went to private like school. School. we had we had skirts we would wear pants underneath them but so like skirt, they weren't okay, connected you... no these oh are connected gosh. that's so fucking yes. weird so you oh. would put on the like pretend like you're putting on shorts right so you put those on and then you wrap around the front and tie it. So you've well, got not like, all skirts are like that. You could that some would, you could just put on. Some, some you, you just pull, pull on, on and right, right, right. That's true. I, I'm they should, they tennis, have a little they modest. Can... They have a little okay. I did have a skirt when I wore when I played tennis, but we See, didn't there you go. We just they were it, just tennis skirts. I had, yeah, yeah, I had when I played uh lacrosse. So you didn't flash the the ball handles. <laughs> like when he's coming he to get balls. the balls you don't want to distract him <laughs> he, he said balls balls that's uh, really and people wore that for fashion yes they do now still they brought it back i think watch oh, now yeah. all, all these the, the gen z thinks gen z like, thinks that they invented the fucking skirt yeah I'm like that's ancient ancient uh mm-hmm. she's oh. so in, she's <gasps> unshocked i found a denim thong though See? The skirt has a denim thong underneath instead of shorts. Okay. That still well, okay? that seems like it'd be a little weird and uncomfortable if you have to move the whole thing. Or I don't know. I don't know. Why denim though? I feel like I play golf in skirts a lot. Yeah, I have golf. That, that I would make sense. Too. Yeah. yeah, but again, it's a little. Different. I went. I went to private school, so we didn't have like, I don't know, options to wear things like that. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. It was you wore a skirt. Mm. <laughs> and I'm surprised they wore shorts. You wore shorts underneath. If okay. you're if your short was short, because they were tailored to be to the end of your fingertips of your middle finger. Right. But because I'm short, the fingers are very short. Um, my <laughs> arms are short too. So week. basically, if I bent over, you'd see sunshine. If I was wearing them at the appropriate length, so I had to wear shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. 
I was like, just say knee length then. You guys just suck. You guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. Okay. All right. Um, so <laughs> back to sisters. <laughs> sister what? <laughs> sister wives. Sister sisters. sisters. Thousand sister sister pounds. Yeah. Thousand pounds sister wives. What? Oh, that <laughs> would be a good show. Yes. I'd watch it. <laughs> <laughs> and you could still have um what's her 90 face? day fiance the crying wife. one oh man robin sobbing he's, robin he's falling for thousand pound women now oh god he misses the stretch marks oh lordy <laughs> i don't know why but like thinking about cody just gave me anxiety <laughs> and i was in a good mood and now i'm like cody ah. a visceral reaction to that <laughs> All, All right, right, back to Tammy and Amy. Okay, All so right. we see Dr. And the thought Smith. of Tammy in a string bikini. Yes, and then Ooh. we see Dr. Smith talking to her about the risk and complications of surgery and how she has to be compliant after the surgery. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then it, we switch to seeing Amy and Michael bringing uh, Amy's mom, Darlene, groceries and wanting to make sure that she had everything that she needs before le- they leave out of town to go visit Tammy for her surgery. And now I kind of see the toxicity of their mother. I mean, I saw it before, but in this scene in particular, I feel like Tammy actually acts a lot like her mom, which is not surprising, right? Like making excuses, not wanting to go places, not supporting my babies. Yeah. Okay. Who are her babies, Katrina, that she's talking about? The dogs. The dogs. Not Tammy, not Amy, the dogs. Not her actual baby who's going in for surgery. Mm -hmm. But. Right. Because Amy says, hey, come with us. We're only going overnight. We're coming back tomorrow. Right. I can have some friend or whatever watch the dogs. They can come and stay with the dogs. Yeah. Yeah. That really hurt me. That hurt my heart. Yeah. And then, of course, Amy was like, I would do anything for my children. I would mm-hmm. sell my house to fly wherever to be with my children if they needed me. Right. Another so. example of Amy trying to do better and provide better for her kids than what she had, which I love it when they showcase that because it's like, ugh, you yeah. know, she's really, really doing it. She's, ugh. and that's she why when it. I heard about her, Michael I was like, if it's true, you know, like she was getting her dreams and stuff, but maybe splitting from him, she can realize, I mean, maybe she, like, and you know, the question is, happy, you know, sometimes you wonder if you're better off doing it alone, if it's easier rather than having an unsupportive partner. Yeah. I don't know oh, for sure. hundred percent. So, yeah. Yeah. In yeah, case, yeah. Maybe it would be better leaving. Right. Exactly. Well, we see Darling talking about Tammy coming home from the hospital when she was a baby. And she said that Tammy wore six month clothes coming okay, home yeah. from the hospital. But like two weeks ago, mom's like, yeah, she wore adult size clothes when she was a baby. So whatever, mom, I don't, yeah, yeah, she was a big baby. I get that. But she's always spouting. I don't know. I don't believe anything she says about what she actually <laughs> dressed the child in right and then darling says she's proud of tammy for coming this far which i was like oh look at her she's being nice that's nice <laughs> but then of course said she's not going and she she doesn't even want to go to doctor's appointments so that let yeah, me know she tried that, to make it oh it's not about that it's just i don't do it because it's all about me mm-hmm. god and i wonder too she has a fear of going out like like tammy does just a fear of just being out in public it sounds like she's pretty 
stay at homey kind of yeah no agoraphobic or what but i don't know um, or a bitchick <laughs> <laughs> you've been watching them so much that you're starting to sound like them. <laughs> no, right ah <laughs> uh, all right well then we see tammy at the her hotel and she's getting ready to leave to go to the hospital and her whole family except for her mom who's with the doggies is outside She's cheering her, her on. babies. Yeah. Babies. <laughs> uh, and we see Tammy holding baby Gwen and she looks nervous, but so excited to have her surgery. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and Tammy and really loves Gage too. And Gage mm-hmm. loves Tammy. So like, I think, you know, she's got this like really special bond with them. Now, is this where Tammy says she might consider having kids at some point? It was later on that oh, she okay. says that, but okay. yeah. But what I did notice in this scene was Amy was like, okay, well, um, I can't go to the hospital because I guess COVID or whatever. I'll see you after your surgery. But did you sense some kind of tension between Amy and Tammy in this scene? Or I don't know. I just like Amy's, I think what I got from that scene was, you know, Amy saying, you know, yeah, I won't be there in the morning, but I'll be there after. I sensed a very tired emotional okay. hormonal amy and yeah. probably that was going to be the best because she's got these two kids and michael's useless and and that's a new bingo square because i had to change up the bingo squares because Ooh. surgery approval was one of them you know and whatnot so i had to make some changes michael's one of them is um michael is useless <laughs> and i think melissa or natasha was like that should be the center free square <laughs> And then I texted you about the CPAP. I was like, can you mark off CPAP if it's me <laughs> sending you a picture? Right, and it's you because you just got fitted for your CPAP. You have your CPAP now. I did. I used it last night and I did not sleep one wink. Not it's one. too weird with all the stuff. I don't know. I, I've never had trouble sleeping and I just laid there all night and was hoping to fall asleep. And then when I, quote, woke up, a.k.a. got out of bed or out of bed this morning, I still felt the same amount of exhaustion as I did when I sleep eight hours, which makes me know that I really do have sleep apnea if I stay awake all night and I still have the same amount of energy. As you if still I feel was the same way you yeah. do when you've quote yep. unquote slept all night. Yeah. Yep. So we'll yeah. see. We'll try again tonight. <laughs> all right. All right. You just so, have to get used to it. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Just get, get used to something in your face. <laughs> I'll t- I'll send you selfies tonight. I'm sorry. <laughs> i'm sorry i'm just no it's okay it's funny i can no it's all good like everyone we need a laugh murder murder stuff all night y'all in case you didn't know that just before we started recording jury came back in the murder murder case and guilty on all counts two murders it only took three hours because they stopped to have some pizza i know right well they're like we need to eat and then we'll get they're like everyone yeah he's guilty right they're like yeah yeah yeah. okay let's get some pizza (laughs) the um the analysts on cnn which is what i had on right before we came up to record um it's like anderson cooper and you know his friends or whatever and they're all talking about it and somebody was saying well, what do they do for like if they all agree he's guilty that quickly like do you really need three hours to do it mm-hmm. <laughs> one of the guys was like well you know sometimes if they've been together so long these guys have been together six weeks you know they've all bonded they want to have one last meal together and kind of hang out you know or you know do a poll maybe they're not 100 on one of the charges they go through each of them it might just takes a little bit you know but yeah <laughs> like let's share the last meal together <laughs> they were like we are not staying overnight (laughs) we're going home i want my phone back i want um yeah anyway so he was found guilty on all those 
um, still have to try him on financial crimes if he doesn't plead guilty, which he should because he admitted, admitted to it. Yeah. Um, all kinds of there's so there's 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 a lot of basis for appeal. Um, so this is not the end of this case. Plus all the other ancillary stuff, we are going to have some coverage on this. Um. I don't have all the exact details because our expert um, got pneumonia. <laughs> so um, he, once he is available, or if I find a replacement expert um, criminal defense attorney, then um, we'll, we'll do that. But we also are going to do a show entirely devoted to one of the side stories. That's the um, Smith murder, which is the boy that was found with traces of Buster. Mm-hmm. Inside. Crazy, anyway. crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. Go watch the HBO documentary about it if you want. And then so good. That'll like be a good primer. Anyway. So, <laughs> but we digress back to Tammy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we see Chris being interviewed and he says that Amy has always had, I'm sorry, Tammy has always had a fear of being put to sleep and not waking back up. So this understandable. Surgery, right. It's her the biggest fear of her life, thinking that she won't make it out with. And that's actually a legitimate fear considering her weight and everything else are all for health issues. But Dr. Smith says that without surgery, Tammy's chance of survival in the next five years is close to zero. So it's definitely worth her going through with it. Right. Um, They are removing eight to 10 inches of her small intestine and 80% of her stomach, which is an extreme amount to remove and anyone. yeah didn't chris say he only got like 30 percent removed yeah yeah and he did not get any of his small intestine removed from what i right. remember so like they're and, doing like a like whatever and a bypass like they're doing both or something i don't yeah, know yeah they said they do this extreme surgery with patients that have a history of non-compliance so Which she does yeah mm-hmm. so um she is a little bit worried about dumping syndrome where if she eats too much it'll just kind of go right through her yeah um but it's necessary. I mean, it's you're going to die, basically. They're doing yeah. everything they can do to save her life. Yeah. So, and, and I mean, she's decided, obviously, you know, she's going to get it and stuff. But, you know, some of these risks are, you know, legitimate things to be concerned about. There are, you know, things that if you, okay, now that you finally got the surgery, allow yourself to think beyond that, right? Right. Okay, now what's the practical day to day? I had friends that have had, you know, various types of bariatric surgery and they're like, you know, they're miserable in those mm-hmm. first couple of weeks. You know, you're on this pure liquid diet. You can barely eat anything. You feel miserable. You're coming out of the anesthesia, you know, it's just like right. you're in pain. I mean, from- sh- I did a, the colonoscopy and I had to have one day of liquid diet and that was hard. Yeah. Just one day of drinking liquids. I can't imagine the recovery. Mm-hmm. I mean, how weak you become and just, you know, yeah. tired. It's, it's yep, a yep. lot for sure. Yeah. Anyway. So two hours later, we see Chris and Missy are still waiting at the hospital for Tammy for an update on Tammy's surgery after she goes in. And the doctor, Dr. Smith said it would take about an hour and a half, but now it's two hours in. So they're starting to get a little bit worried, but here comes Dr. Smith saying, Hey, she did really well. Yeah. And that it took longer because. Sorry. I don't know why I'm doing circus music for Dr. Smith. What's going on in there? Dr. Smith is not a clown. He is awesome. <laughs> no, but I'm a clown. Yeah. But he said that she had a change in her anatomy where her small bowel and colon were stuck in her pelvis. So they had to spend more time, I guess, moving things around. Yeah, like what? <laughs> what even is that? 
Yeah. And you don't notice. Uh, right? Doesn't cause a problem. Okay. All right. All right. Well, uh, they fixed it. They got around it. It's all good. And then Chris says he's not surprised there was a complication because there's not a damn thing about Tammy that's not complicated. <laughs> I love their banter, just their back and forth bantering. Um, one of the one of the squares on bingo is judgmental sibling. Judgmental sibling. <laughs> <laughs> oh. We see Tammy coming out of surgery, and the first thing she says is Chris, uh, she says to Chris, he looks funky. And you know how we all come out of surgery, like yeah. not making any sense. I have the best video of Hetero Life Mate when he came out of surgery from his um gallbladder, emergency gallbladder surgery. Oh no, what was he saying? Uh, oh, I don't even remember now. <laughs> I have a video of it. I posted it on Facebook with his permission. <laughs> hilarious. I think he was talking about the nurse smiling or something. I'm yeah. not, I don't know, but yeah. Gotta love it. <sighs> Uh, then so, yeah, she see, comes out all loop. <laughs> yeah, she's loopy, loopy, <laughs> loopy do, loopy. But she made it, and no issues in surgery, so that's yeah. good. And then we see this very sexy Doctor Proctor, who's looking super fine this episode. I don't know, like he's looking even hotter. <laughs> I didn't realize I like, you had such a crush on Doctor. I didn't until like today. I was like, oh my god, why? <laughs> what have I been missing? He had glasses on. His glasses look so good. He looks like he, I don't know. I don't know. I don't Have know. you not watched like Family by the Ton or any of those ones? Family by the Ton? No. If you go to the Discovery Plus app, there's other fat people shows. Uh-huh. And I think one, the like two seasons of, of One Ton Family or something okay. along those lines. And he's the doctor in it. Ooh. He's based out of Atlanta. Okay. Yeah. He's also the doctor on Thousand Pound sister or best friends i haven't seen that show i mean i've like and, and he was in, in for before they started seeing right. dr smith they were seeing dr right they were all seeing dr Parker. but he didn't look yeah. as hot as he did right now on the laptop i don't know oh. i don't know i don't know i don't know okay Maybe it's just me i don't know maybe I it's a mountain dew you're drinking you're all up on mountain dew my testicles are smaller but slowly <laughs> made the chesticle smaller i should Chest- drink up Right. <laughs> oh, is that is that how it works in women? Makes her probably food. not. It probably makes your estrogen levels like probably gonna make it's probably gonna make bigger. them grow larger. Yep. <laughs> I might go into menopause now. I don't know. I don't know what's oh gonna God. happen. <laughs> <laughs> Fairy menopause after drinking all this Mountain Dew. I have no idea. <laughs> Which is so funny, given what your diet consists of. Yeah. Otherwise, it's uh-huh. so funny to me that diet Mountain Dew is your like vice of choice. It is my vice. And you know what? It was di- it was di- uh diet coke for a while but now i don't know i don't know it's just so funny because it's just such an opposition to everything else that you ingest oh, <laughs> in your yeah, body like my fluoride free filtered water and yeah. my diet mountain dew yes all your woo woo uh earth woman mm-hmm. yep, we all have our things right yep <laughs> you're okay, like so licking we- tree bark and shit <laughs> at- <laughs> i do not like tree bark okay actually bark some chinese bark is in that's neither here nor there but we're not licking it we're boiling it okay Okay. so dr proctor is talking to amy and i literally typed he's looking fine as hell so they're talking about her weight she wants to get down to 150 she admits she's not she has not been sticking to her diet it's been hard to feed glenn and feed herself appropriately how she went down to to 150 seems that's her goal ridiculous why it just okay maybe it's just me 
And so I'm going to, I'm going to, I'll put it out there. My goal was 150 mm-hmm. and I've been stuck at 155 since November. Yeah, but you're talking about like what are you five six? We're the same height, five, right? Four. Oh, you're so, oh you're shorter than me. Okay. Yeah. So I and I actually met with my doctor today, and she's like, you know, because I haven't lost or gained weight since um, Thanksgiving, and so well, you, you look know, great. We, you look like you lost a lot of weight. Thank you. Well, I mean, I'm also in the gym a ton and stuff now, and and all that, and so my body composition is starting to change and stuff. Well, but so I you're muscular. Yeah, and that's what she was saying too. Yeah. And, but I had it in my mind. I'm like, I got to get to 150, 150. And she's like, based on everything that we've been going with, you're like, your body weight is is likely like 155. Like that's where your body just feels comfortable. And if you push yourself and you got down, you know, 145 you or whatever, back, yeah. then you'd, you'd you're constantly be, be struggling to keep and it hungry at that. and exactly yep. and all that stuff so she's like and then you're just gonna go back up so she she actually put me on my maintenance macros and all this mm-hmm. stuff and it's fun because at some point your body does tell you i'm done yeah stop <laughs> and a lot and, of times like you have the conversion too right so you may not um what is it pounds and inches a lot of people will stop seeing pound loss but they'll say they'll see mm-hmm. inch loss mm-hmm. and then it kind of you know caterpillars you have you lose weight and then it stalls and your body catches up and then it just kind of slinks but yeah i'm like right now i mean i would i have that in a stupid number in my head and stupid (laughs) bmi charts in my head bmi charts are bullshit bmi should stand for let me think of yeah buy like a tight mini dress and that's your goal get into it yeah basically that's what she that's (laughs) what she said she's like you know, so she's like, don't look at the bot, you know, and all that, the BMI and all that stuff. And um, she's like, keep doing what you're doing, you know, and the, with all the the strength training and stuff I'm doing, yeah. you know, my body composition is starting to change more, which is good. And anyway, I can't wait. I can't wait because, you know, Erica said she was going to do the show. So I'm just going to say it now because she's definitely going to do it. Erica Lugo, the biggest loser trainer who yep, lost yep. a lot of weight. She actually yeah, recently herself. competed in bodybuilding and, but that's not her like forte or whatever, but she, she knows she works with all kinds of people to do metabolic, like weight loss and mm-hmm. just like to do your overall, like whole body kind of healing rather she than has like a whole on- app. Yeah. And, and stuff that she yeah. does. Like It'll be interesting stuff. to talk to her about this too. Cause both yeah. you know, like Hanakawa has experience in mm-hmm. that and you with your weight loss and everything and me just being <laughs> overweight now. I'm tired. <laughs> But you're the medical provider amongst us. As soon as I can get my sleep apnea under control, then you're then we're good. Okay. But yeah, it'd be cool to hear about that. And so yeah. Yeah. So that's that's an upcoming episode, y'all. Yeah. Biggest loser trainer, Erica Lugo. And we still don't know how tall she is. She could be like five foot one for all Tammy. Yeah, or, or Amy. Amy. Yeah. Oh, we're but, talking about Amy. Yeah, she's I mean, short. Anyway, yeah, we totally got off track on yeah. on the number. But I just think, and especially when somebody is so over, and they do, and Doctor Now does this too, is like, and I think he did it to this guy that that we're about to talk about. It, you know, they're they're seven hundred pounds, and they're like your goal weight is one hundred and twenty two pounds. You know, and it's like. <laughs> Can you give him something closer for now? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the long, far road down the road to get there. Yeah. Well, and Amy previously weighed 275 pounds the last time she was weighed in, I guess, with Dr. Proctor. Um, he didn't even know she had a second kid. 
So he's like, who's that on the face? Mm. It's Glenn. It's my baby. He had her step on the scale. She weighed um, 281 pounds. So that means she gained six pounds after her second pregnancy or after everything. How, really. wait, how much? Six. That's six it. Six pounds. Oh, that's mm-hmm. not bad. Yeah. So she went from 275 to 281. And he tells her that she needs to eliminate dairy and get back on track. <laughs> and she was like, no, you're not taking my cheese away from me. Pretty much. And and here's the thing. I get that because cheese is like its own food group for me. Like, I, I, I love me some cheese. But at the same time, saying, nope, you're not going to take away my, my, my cheese. Like, that shows that you're not committed to the change. It's like the person on... Um, 600 pound life that was like yeah i don't eat beans i don't eat that i don't you know she was in the hospital on the control right. diet she's like i don't eat that i don't eat that well no you didn't used to but you need to start now you mm-hmm. know what i mean like so amy being all you're not going to take my cheese away well maybe you have to make some modifications here you know yeah yep and then we then see tammy post-surgery two days post-surgery she's saying all is well they're getting her actually back to her hotel room where she's going to recover a little bit more and then she's going to go back to rehab and her goal is to be out of rehab within like six weeks of going back after the surgery um Um, and then that's when tammy says she kind of wants kids okay so this (laughs) this I think my personal opinion on it is that they're doing that to plant what we see next week, which is her getting engaged. Mm. They do it. They doing it to plant it, to set the scene of, you know, that, that, Oh, you know, sort of foreshadowing, not that she necessarily really wants kids, but if she says, Oh, I'm thinking about it. Oh, well, why are you thinking about it? Oh, because now I have this person in my life that I'm going to marry, you know, whatever. Could be. Um, so that's that was my personal opinion of that particular mm-hmm. drop. Yep. And then we see the family saying goodbye to Tammy. She starts crying. She's very thankful that they were there to support her, unlike her mom. <laughs> <laughs> and then next time we see Amanda and Amy at the spa, which looked super relaxing. And Amy says she's hanging on by a thread. Tammy calls saying she has a trach infection, like get me out of here. And we see Tammy and Caleb's relationship potentially developing on the next episode. Yes, we do. So yay for Tammy. She got the surgery. Mm-hmm. Yay. And yay um, for Dr. Proctor. <laughs> okay. Dr. Yay Dr. for Lexi's balls that are rapidly shrinking. <laughs> oh my God. Her boobs are growing. (laughs) We'll be right back. And now back to the broadcast. Okay. So now switching topics to my 600 pound life. We are on season 11, episode six, Mark's journey. I will say Wes still killed it this season because every single episode I've watched and I'm just kind of like, blah. We changed up some of the squares on our bingo this week because the episodes had hadn't been or like you know like they'd been more um, wholesome and good than and (laughs) so we changed some of them up and like one of the squares is actually wholesome content (laughs) wholesome content that's a very open ended bingo yeah well and we actually had a discussion about that particular square because. Towards the beginning, 
there was something the dad said where he was, he said, Oh, he said, I was, I was proud. I'm proud of you when he had a weight loss and I was still camp. Dad's an asshole. He is. I don't think him saying he's proud of him. I think there's an underlying motive. I don't think it's genuine. I, you know, let's see how, what else develops. And then as the show continued, you saw him develop into more and more and more of an asshole. And I'm like, see, Which he's not doing wholesome content in front of the camera. So what Lord knows what he mm-hmm. said to his son and family behind the scenes, like growing up and things like that, because yep. I was shocked. He even said that in front of the camera. Yeah. But we'll get there though. Let's yeah, back so up. Need- and I know Hannah Kawa ha- almost had some thoughts. She was going <laughs> to on this episode. So um, it's, it's not even the episode. It's just the intro. <laughs> as usual. <laughs> as usual. <laughs> that, that's where I like live. I'm like, okay, let's see what he well, has to do Well, they do, do have now. some of the really good. They do. Balls. It's just the narration where he's like, I have to motivate myself to get up. I was like, me too. And I actually have to fucking go somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> and take care of a kid you just have to sit up and profit like i don't understand <laughs> it just drives me nuts i don't know just, yeah yeah i know it's hard for me to be able to relate when like you right. said you, you you have duty you have to work you have to feed your child you have to there is I no could, i could not relate to this guy at all either because it, one of our squares is childhood trauma Mm-hmm. So we we're listening to his backstory and we're like waiting for the trauma. Well, do you think that he hit it though? Do you think that there was something that he just didn't want to no. discuss? No, I think they're stupid, rich, entitled white people. You think they're and, rich? Well, I mean, they they live in a house that has a pool house. And I know Every it's pool Florida. in Florida has a pool house. Uh, I've been uh, researching doing moving there. You could buy no, like a true. three bedroom house with a pool for like three fifty. Yeah, okay. But <laughs> they're they had everything their quote-unquote trauma was them both losing their high-paying jobs in like the financial industry right so like they lost you know they were living high and large they lost their jobs okay losing everything that's 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 rough and they had to go move in with grandma and he was like oh yeah there was new, just newspapers on the walls and stuff okay whatever i don't know I don't know but, what that meant. Did you understand what he meant with the newspapers on the wall? No, I think he's okay. just trying to be, you know, they was it like Wouldn't, a murder plot or something. No, like he's, I don't know, he's trying to make it sound like oh, terrible. Was that insane? I mean, because that's like in, if you look on Pinterest, that is like a look. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> I don't know if it was a look at grandma's house, but they went to go stay with her mom, like his grandmother that's, so they lived there for a few years, got back on their feet and now they live in a house in Florida with a pool and a pool house so no i'm not crying you know we 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 sat and we sat here riveted listening to wes's story yeah you know a couple weeks ago that's childhood trauma i'm not calling even though she was like oh my god it was so traumatic you know for her it's all relative sure but i can't equate that to like what wes went through or yeah. how what I, even what I went through. And like, we, we don't know to what was edited out, how, I mean, I, I agree with you though. No, I totally agree. I just feel like there, it was missing something. Like either he didn't fully open up or it was cut out. Like, I feel like there was, cause he wasn't very open. Wes was extremely open and talking about everything. And I feel like this guy was kind of just making excuses. So yeah. well, I guess we should introduce him. He's 42 year old Mark Rutland who lives in Orlando, Florida. 
at the beginning of the show we don't know his weight he thinks it's around 600 pounds maybe unfortunately but as we find out it's more than that um and now we see him getting out of bed like hanakawa said slowly letting his joints get lubricated as he said (laughs) Um, we see the shower scene (laughs) then i see him call his mom on the phone and i'm like oh i wonder where his mom lives no, she literally lives 20 feet away. Yes. You could literally yell. <laughs> you could yell. Bang on the wall. <laughs> yeah. Yo, and, Ma. Ma, what's for breakfast, Ma? I'm like, Everything oh. in the fridge, honey. Right. And so she's catering <laughs> to him. I'm like, what is going on? And that's um, just a tiny fraction of how she caters to him. Yeah. <laughs> she, he's not even hungry. She's like, are you hungry? Are you hungry? Did you want a little something? Let me make you something, something. <laughs> yeah and then he says uh make me whatever it's the it's the weekend and then his dad says every day is a weekend <laughs> right oh, dad, like, excuse me like what are you i mean weekend? at least he's calling a spade a spade right i mean he's at least at that point i'm like well i mean it, yeah your son's not working like but you're also letting him stay there so i don't know what right. <laughs> yeah Okay. One of the things that happened in this episode, too, is every time they go for a weigh-in, whether they were at Dr. Now's or whether at this other doctor, they were taking pictures of it, mm-hmm. right? Like, and, and you hear it later, you go, you hear mom, like, make sure you take a picture of the scale. <laughs> I was like, is this for your scrapbook or is this to compare scales or to like, what? like they've been filming it every time. And I was like, would send it to like his sister because she was had this weird mom persona in the family mm-hmm. <laughs> Melissa says, well i mean look at her Dad look probably at sends him rude comments with the scale pictures from the kitchen slash garage <laughs> while mom makes him crabby snacks and homemade no i'm dying okay oh i'm God. sorry um <laughs> Uh, anyway mark says mark says the more his dad comes out after him with an attitude the more he wants to eat which okay i I get get that that for sure you get people a lot so yeah there you go yeah and when we see younger pics we learn a little bit about his parents backstory we see younger pics of them they said they had mark when they were 19 and i was looking at his dad when he was younger and i was like oh my god he looks like colt from 90 day fiance (laughs) did you notice that the way he's built oh Look at his Why? face, though. Yeah, no. did you? Yes. see now. Mm-hmm. I, that's what I noticed. I was like, oh, my gosh. He kind of looks like Colt. Um, And then you already mentioned it. You know, his parents lost his job. They moved in with the grandmother when they were younger. And Mark says that having a full stomach and a roof over his head makes him feel happy. Understandable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what addiction and. Secure. Whatever. It's security. Yeah. 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 Comfort. I get it. And then his dad also mentions that he battles a food addiction and that he has to tell himself to walk away from food. Um, but he has he's able to stop. He's able to actually walk away <laughs> and say no. Um, Why did you just stop drinking? <laughs> what was that? Why don't you just stop eating? Oh, People who are like, yeah, why don't you just stop? Why don't you just walk away? The internet assholes and just yeah. regular random people. Why don't yeah. you just stop drinking? Yeah. You don't have to be depressed. Just think happy thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> Snap out of it. <laughs> like those mouth breathers. That's what his dad is like. 
Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what his dad is like throughout this whole episode. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why he triggered me. I mean, you know, my trigger is entitled <laughs> mediocre white men. So <laughs> oh, that's your main trigger. It is. It really the, is the main the one. one. <laughs> that's my big one. The main one. <laughs> <laughs> Trust yeah. me, like it was hard for me to watch the murder murder stuff because I knew going into it I was going to be dealing with middle aged mediocre white man syndrome. So it's a whole thing. It's a syndrome. Like it's a thing. I'm I'm convinced of it. <laughs> You're convinced. <laughs> like my husband. One day I asked him. I said, "Did you ever have like times in your life where you were like afraid to say something or do something because you thought maybe other people would find it weird or?" stupid or something or anything like that and he's like no <laughs> like she just did whatever you wanted no matter what without any consequence to what anybody else around you may or may not have thought about it and he's like no oh, i just did whatever that i wanted without any th- pushback i'm like that right there is mediocre middle-aged white man you just mm-hmm. like you know you can just get away with doing whatever the hell you want without thinking of other people Sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. Trigger we we need to have a clip in the back. Preach, preach. <laughs> we need to have Dr. Now or somebody going like this behind you. <laughs> You're getting off topic. <laughs> and he but just hey. kind of like dips out. <laughs> no more fruit. <laughs> no more fruit. That's no not on the diet. For you. Slapping the diet Mountain Dew out of my hand while we're at it. That's not on the diet. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine him on Zoom? It would just be this oh finger like God. caressing the person's face slowly. <laughs> what are you eating? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I'll be like, I swear I'm not a cat. It must be a filter. <laughs> Uh, speaking Uh, of that the cat lawyer filter was do you remember that yes that was i I will watch that funny he's like oh my god he's like i swear i'm not i'm not a cat your Um, honor he goes you're obviously (laughs) like your honor (laughs) katrina have you seen that okay and the best part is they like memed it afterwards of and like so many different memes and they were like if this is your lawyer you're going to jail like so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like fuck you were so fucked oh my you god you saw the other lawyers just being like <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> okay getting back on topic okay yep. we're going back to high school mark in high school mark. he was about 220 pounds and a football coach at his high school saw him and recruited him to play football and wanted him to get up to 300 pounds. So for him, that was great. He could eat whatever he wanted and gain weight. And he received a scholarship at junior college, but then he got injured, didn't want to fight through the pain, wasn't motivated, didn't want to do it. <laughs> so then he got Not into bouncing. because I mean, he looks he's a big boy, though. He looks like he's really tall. He, he looks like so he, he was really tall. And they never yeah. tell us the height of these I know. people. I got to find matters. out. We got to ask. We got to ask somebody. I, I got to figure out somebody that works for the show. I got to know why. <laughs> find out their heights. I have to know. I just want to know why they won't tell us. Like, why? Why would you not? You're telling us their age, where they're from, their weight. Like, why not tell us their height? Because so, then we would understand the the height, weight, um, proportions because you know i mean if you don't tell us that then we're just gonna think oh my god they're 700 pounds they're huge i mean obviously they are but 
a 700 pounds on a guy who's six, five versus 700 pounds on a guy who's five, five, right. It's going to be a lot different. And so, you know, just like they do all these other things to, you know, to film the camera angle to make them look bigger and all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Well, eventually his friend got him a job bouncing at a quote, very well-known club on sunset Boulevard, AKA I did some research. It looks like a room. The Rainbow Bar and Grill, actually. Really? Because there's, I mean, I don't know if there's a, is there a Viper Room in Vegas too? Oh. The Rainbow yeah. Bar and Grill is in Vegas because he said it was a sister company. Yeah. So that I was just assuming the Viper Room. That's but... what I put too. And then I was like, oh, the, you know, and then, it, oh, okay, Rainbow yeah, Bar so and Grill. probably somewhere, yeah. Um, and he said in that scene that he was working, he did drugs, binge ate, drank, partied, like a lot of people do that work in that sort of environment. Mm-hmm. And he did get a promotion to then go to the sister venue in Vegas, which I'm assuming, again, it's not confirmed, but that's the only one I could find was Rainbow Bar and Grill. That matched the description. Mm-hmm. And it, <laughs> which is, Vegas is a great place to go right? on the strip when you clearly have substance issues. Right? Uh, and so his mom was then talking about Mark in his mid-20s, his mom, Maria. She said that's when he she noticed the biggest weight gain. And he just ate a lot. And he eventually had to stop bouncing because he was too big to bounce. And then he became unable to drive to work. So that's absolutely awful. And then we do, of course, the famous grocery store shopping scene. Yeah, Also a square. Uh, Yeah, where he was trying to get in the mobilized scooter and he didn't fit. And so his dad was like, well, you're going to have to push the cart. He was like, no, dad, no, like. (laughs) try like there's no even attempt to try he made his dad push the scooter behind him so that he could sit down when he got tired Mm -hmm. yeah which makes me think he's not grocery shopping at all his parents are literally buying everything and he's just sitting at home and not even well we know he's not paying for it right anything mom's like no we don't charge him rent we don't charge anything so yeah usually it's it's interesting usually it's the women that are kind of neurotic about the grocery shopping Mm. you ever notice that like they're the ones who are like no we're i'm going grocery shopping because mm. mm-hmm. it, it needs to be the what control I want. freak yep now if they can get out of the bed that's usually how it is if they can get out of the bed yeah if not they're usually just critical about the groceries when they get home yeah mm-hmm. got the wrong kind of which i can't even imagine how much money these families are spending on groceries because kaya eats a lot and she's two like a lot like I, i'm talking a, just an enormous amount and I'm like, you're two years old. I can't imagine feeding somebody that's 700 pounds. Like, how do you even do that? She has to feed the demon. You have to feed the demon I do. inside of her. <laughs> as well. My friend Matt's sister goes, we need holy water. Because Kyle's like, <laughs> Whatever that, the demon that's living inside of her, that needs to eat too. <laughs> oh, I love my daughter so much. Oh, I love my sweet baby angel. She's so sweet. She is. She just gets a she little, is. you know, Tantrum, like she's just you know two and a half. Yeah, she, she's <laughs> a shaker's bar. She's okay. She's not. Yeah. So then we talk. <laughs> speaking of moms and enabling, uh, <laughs> Mark, <laughs> manipulation. I'm sorry. Mark can easily manipulate his parents, but mostly his mom. Oh God, he doesn't even need to manipulate her because she just like enables. Gives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So again, we talked about they don't. He doesn't pay rent. They don't hold him accountable. But his parents didn't raise him like this, and it was a series of his piss poor decisions. Uh-huh. I'm like, okay. So nope. then we see that month- whole, the whole family is completely dysfunctional. Yeah. 
month one, our, we see his brother-in-law, RJ, and his mom and him all leaving to go drive to Houston, which is going to take a couple days uh, to visit doctor now. And the first thing he says when they get in the car is, are we eating? Are we stopping? Yeah, like immediately. Well, I saw him eating the Burger King or whatever it was. And I was like, oh, Katrina got a, a square. Yeah, so fast food on the way to Houston. <laughs> right? I was like, she got one. Uh, they stop in Alabama for the night and they're more than halfway to Houston. And he said that he was thinking about giving up if it if they weren't even over halfway. They weren't over halfway um which i don't to yeah just turn like, around and go home and just do the same amount like that just yeah <laughs> even makes sense well when he finally gets to doctor now he steps on the scale and he weighs 715 pounds so that was a shock to everyone they had no idea how big he had gotten then we go to the room five my favorite part of the show room five. where the producers live behind the door right, right? i always wonder like i wish they would ask like how much do you think you weigh yeah you know, like what is their uh, perception like what's the last number they saw when they tried because mm-hmm. he himself said that he thought he was in like the low 600s right that yeah. was what he thought but then he like later on he went on to say that he never had or he never had blood work done but he hadn't had blood work done in a very long time so i don't think he kept up at all with his health whatsoever yeah, not at all um and he was very good at talking to doctor now i don't want to say he was like schmoozing him over but he was just very like I don't know, charismatic in his conversation with Dr. No. He is he it, knew how to bullshit it, you yes. know. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, think about it. He it, like you said, he kind of manipulation. You get and... what you want by kind of, you know, saying what yeah. people like to hear. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. He knows how to manipulate. He knows, yeah. Yeah. So then we see Dr. Now discussing the reasons why he's there. And his mom Maria asking about certain blood tests and things that you know his sister being a nurse wanted them to ask which did this surprise you that they don't do these basic blood work type tests like going well, into the you program know, that's why like i wanted to ask wes about that and i don't mm-hmm. think that we got to um but like yeah i wanted to know about all the behind the scenes on what they actually do medically because i feel like they need to have all of those you know obviously they're not going to go you know i mean i have to get a pre you know we have to get physicals before we go get surgery right you know i'm just surprised they wouldn't have like some sort of baseline going into the whole program like okay here you are month one here your cardiac markers here's your cholesterol all of your different i feel like that has to happen from like a medical ethics point of view you would think but he looked shocked like dr now was like oh what Somebody's it did seem like a time well i mean the whole thing that whole thing uh, was weird let me read some questions from my daughter you I know i mean like weird. i think because like i know for me and everyone i know like advocating for yourself at a doctor's yeah, office people come in I all always, the time I, yeah, I bring in right. to my and his daughter probably googled more than he did so yeah <laughs> i mean true. she had some questions right she did and those yeah. questions <laughs> are valid like you're yeah, kidding totally. in the car, like these are all like important things so I was like, wow, good for her for bringing that up. But then he he was just kind of like flabbergasted. Like, oh, what do I say? I don't know. And then that's when he, it sounded like he didn't even want to do the blood work until he was like, oh, when was the last time you had a blood test? Yeah. Never. Okay. I guess we should probably do 
Basically. Yeah, I guess I just assume from a medical ethics point of view that of course they do all that stuff, right? Because yeah, you ethically you you would have to, you know, whatever the minimum standard of care is, I feel like that it's happening whether we see it or not. That may be a wrong assumption on my part. I do wish we'd gotten a chance to talk to Wes about that. And if he would have divulged it, I don't know. Um, but but I do wonder about that. But I the assumption I make is that they are following um whatever the standard of care is you yeah i you would think yep so but i mean i've been wrong before so mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean i feel like if you're doing medical well, procedures like this, on tv yeah. you're going to be following proper procedures because they're pretty easy to track down but, and maybe uh, doctor now just doesn't even care until you do that initial weight loss until you prove that you actually need or want to be in the program maybe he just doesn't bother with it like if you come back in three months two months and you lost weight okay now we're gonna take further steps to see where we're right, at but right. to me i'd want a baseline no matter what even if i was planning on walking out of the office and never going back like right. i think i should right i, I feel like done. i feel like that would probably be the case with the practice right mm-hmm. like if you be, become a patient there like i'm going to do the program i feel like yeah you'd have to do this whole baseline whether you're going to be on tv or not because there are patients that aren't on tv you know that go in for you know right um, yeah i mean i would think he's not going to recommend care unless there were tests done Mm-hmm. yeah because the weight alone just isn't going to tell you anything yeah just right. looking at somebody go lose some weight and come back no because well, I mean, even that's... Wes was saying like when he did get his uh blood work done everyone was shocked at how good it was being that mm-hmm. he was 700 pounds so yeah get, you know weight doesn't necessarily mean that your blood work's going to come back a certain way nope. yep all right so then we see month two uh Wes is now getting a job he's working as a travel agent from home oh, yeah when West. he was talking Ooh. about like oh i'm not gonna um i can't work and you know post-covid economy i can't work and you know i can't go somewhere because i'm too fat and all this stuff and i'm like covid and post-covid everything's remote now like you should not have any excuses (laughs) dickhead go find yourself a fucking jobby job (laughs) everybody's hiring everybody is. that's like when uh kaya's sperm donor tried to not pay child support for six months because he hurt his knee and i'm like bro you can do something from home like what are you doing there are lots of jobs to be had and many people are hiring mm-hmm. anyhow i don't know if we need to edit that out am i gonna get sued no i'm kidding just kidding. <laughs> um no he's not listening to this uh, <laughs> so we see him working as a travel agent and then we see him talking to his mom again about breakfast and what she's making, I'm like, get off your ass and make your own food is what I'm thinking. As mom makes him, here's your 15 mom, waffles. Mom is weighing out his food for him and using- Oh, this low, is the- that, Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She's using low carb tortillas is what what, or what Mark yeah. said. Tortillas. I was like, ah! I yeah. use low carb tortillas when I'm craving a quesadilla or something like that. But so. do you call it tortillas or tortillas? I don't. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't make quesadilla. Make come come eat your dang I quesadilla. Even, I can't even say it wrong. I know. <laughs> I'm trying to do um, uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, that's <laughs> like when my mom says Chipotle. She's like, what did she say? Chipotle? I can't even do. It. I can't say it the way she says it. Anyways, uh, so then his mom gets emotional. He eats his burrito in like five seconds, and his mom gets emotional over him walking faster than before. But then he rides a bike, which I was like, okay. I like, was impressed with that because I cannot ride a bike like that. <laughs> no, me neither. No helmet or nothing. He was just going for it. I was like, get it. 
Mm, it was impressive. Yeah. So I think like at this point, I'm thinking, okay, maybe he's making these positive changes. That's great. And now we're into month three where we see his dad like, yeah, now. Oh, this is where the tide is going to turn. I'm going to start liking him. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> They're both riding to see doctor now. And he's now riding in the front seat rather than the back seat. When he got out of the car too, I was like, wow, he does look smaller. I did notice that. And um, Rocky and him, Rocky, his dad, uh, they're talking about, well, what if you, what if you only lost 40 pounds? And Mark was like, I'm going to work harder then. I'm like, okay, great. Kind of like you're like, okay, yeah. like maybe this is good. So he weighs in at 618 pounds, which is a weight loss of 97 pounds. Yeah. Impressive. So that was good. That yep. was definitely good. And, and this is in where he turns around and says, I'm the mediocre white man. I can do everything on my own. Um. So then he says 220 is his goal weight. And just based off that, like one set of weight loss, Dr. Now approves him for weight loss surgery. As long as he moves to Houston and maintains that weight loss. Mm-hmm. But then he's like, well, I don't know if I want to move to Houston. And why would you when you're living rent-free and your parents are making your food? Right. Um, And that's when he asks, hey, can you help me lose weight without the surgery? And Dr. Now was like, well, the weight loss is going to slow down. And a lot of times when that happens with people, they give up. And the whole purpose of, you know, the, the surgery is to... Additional tool to help. Right. Use, yeah. Yeah. Um. And I think too, like, I'm sure people that, that want to have the surgery that actually do the research into it may start having second thoughts because your life, it will be forever yeah. changed for the rest yeah. of your life. You can't reverse it. Like whatever. I mean, it's, it's a lot. So maybe he was doing the research. I know then he talked to that girl or whatever, which we'll get oh, to. Oh, okay. Okay. Are we going to get to the 16 year old girl or are we not? <laughs> we can if you want. Yeah. Um, okay. But before we get there. So this is the point where he decides, yeah, okay, I can do this on my own. Now, much like Tammy in the episode of Thousand Pound Sisters, you know, she's super excited she, she that she accomplished this goal and she feels great about it as she should. He's feeling great about his accomplishment as he should. But here's where he goes into that other thing is where, you know, he takes that and then decides that well, I know better than doctor now and da, 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 and I know all and I don't, I, well, obviously whatever I've done now is working. So I'm just going to keep going. Right. Like I know all, I don't need to listen to another person. Right. Um, so, so, so that, yeah. So he's like, Oh, and I need to stay here with my family. It'll actually hurt me if I leave my family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, uh, Okay. See, I don't know if I took it as him being overconfident or him being fearful. See, I'm not sure. I'm not sure which al- way. It I almost felt like fear, like yeah. um, medical anxiety. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that like, was I, brought up to me. Yeah, yeah, that's what I felt it as. I thought it was more of a like I can't do. Like I'm going to try it on my own. And then when you do lose that amount of weight, it does give you like that motivation to keep pushing forward, or so we thought. Like at right. the beginning of this episode. Um, but I don't know. I'm I'm still not convinced one way or the other. Well, at the beginning, I mean, I was just like, oh God, you know, here he is thinking he knows better because he's saying, oh no, I'm. I, it's better for me to actually be here because my family's here. It'll actually be harmful to my journey if I leave them because they're such a support to me. Mm-hmm. Blah 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 blah. 
Dr. Now is telling him, okay, but this is what's going to happen. And, you know, because Dr. Now knows, right? Of his many years of experience yeah, of and dealing with this. And this guy's like, well, I know better. I'm, it's not going to happen to me. I'm a special little snowflake, right? It's not going to happen to me. Um, you know, and then each step of the way, he goes into weigh in on doing things his way. And the things that Dr. Now has predicted are coming mm -hmm. true. Everything exactly is coming through, you know, like his what he did to lose weight the next time, but it had slowed down. And then the next time he didn't. And then the next time he like gained, yeah. you know, and then he was like, he revealed this big old secret, right? Like, oh, you know, I've been seeing this trainer three days a week. That's great. That's fantastic. And I was like really hopeful for him because of that. Um, but then, you know, he was still like dead set against it. Right. And I was like, okay, well, and that's when like, it was brought up to me. Do you think maybe he has a medical anxiety at that point? I was like, mm, okay, maybe, maybe that's what it is. It's not just this overconfidence. Maybe. Yeah. Um, Dr. Now says he should be easily losing 50 to 60 pounds a month if he doesn't want to do the surgery, but he, you know, to continue his weight loss with his weight being what it is, 50, 60 pounds should be nothing. At this point, we then meet April's Mark's sister, April. The whole family is eating lunch together, and April is a normal size woman, she's a nurse. Uh, she seems to be like the only one in the family that actually has some sort of like common sense, I guess. Like she's just like keeping it real, but also she's supportive. She's not enabling. She seems she like she's like, yeah, the, like the adult, the grown adult in the room versus <laughs> like dad who's an asshole, right. you know, mom who's an overbearing enabler, you know? <laughs> well, and then as they're all eating and his dad says to him, he needs to cut back on his portion size, quote, Mark needs to suck it up. He's being a a little wimp i'm like that's just not really gonna i mean is that gonna help him or <laughs> what is calling somebody a little wimp gonna do yeah that's an asshole that's right. like his way of like trying to like shame him into eating better which is not gonna help yeah him, and then know? he goes on to say that uh mark says his dad is his trigger and his dad responds with well you're my trigger too i'm like okay this is yeah, a very not healthy completely <laughs> dysfunctional i can imagine the dad's like move the fuck out right <laughs> please leave your mom's bangable years are dwindling <laughs> no, i'm getting being bad but like seriously i think there comes a point where you're like gotta go like yeah yeah well he tries doesn't he try to do that in the end I can't remember. Like he tried mm -hmm. to do that, right? Like, mm -hmm. and mom was like, "No, not having it," or he wasn't having it. I don't know. There was right. some. The mom seems to be the one that goes, "No, he doesn't have to go anywhere." Yeah, yeah. He can stay home. I have my Wendy syndrome. Moms and their baby boys. I've always heard it's the <laughs> hey, thing. Hey, hey, it's true though. Think them out. Oh my gosh, my mom. She knows my grandmother preferred my uncle over her. It's, it was a known fact. They can go live known. with their girlfriends now yeah wait what is the, the, the mommy healthy habit of home bouncing around what's the saying um i have to think about it there's a saying about moms and their sons before they get a wife it's like a little rhyme i'll, I'll figure it out anyways it's like a you know moms and their baby boys whatever she's is that him. is that like derogatory no 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 it's not bad it's like uh what is it it's funny it's i don't want to be like her you are not like her <laughs> 
<laughs> my, my baby it, it all depends it all depends is your son coming home and are you washing his laundry for him no he i just, don't does he just laundry. drop the bag off and you just he does not then you already have a step you're already a step right direction mm-hmm. <laughs> but i can't say i don't know i mean i don't know what he does oh, with it. I don't, okay. maybe he drops it with his girlfriend i don't know maybe she does it with for him before. hey that's her that's her choice then yeah exactly <laughs> exactly you know Maybe she oh. did it for him before they came home, because the, they're both they're coming home next week. Oh, did they live together? Um, no, well, they both at college, and they're ah. both they you know they both live up here. I mean, yeah. You know. So they're both going to be here for spring break. Okay, so this is not exactly the quote I was looking for, but um, <laughs> it is a son is a son till he gets a wife, but a daughter is a daughter all of her life. But that's not the one that I was trying to find. Anyways, uh, mommies love their sons and then they fly away and then they meet a woman. But until then, mommies baby their sons. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe the, the listeners can chime in. I have a daughter, so I don't <laughs> I know. Say, that sounds like that like, cherished sweet memory terracotta thing. thing <laughs> yeah, like. I feel like, uh, yeah, that's like a Hallmark <laughs> store. <laughs> so, do you guys remember those Hallmark stores? Do they still exist? <laughs> the no maybe. I don't, I don't yeah, know. like all the like the cards and stuff but then i think they, they do so all exist. the tchotchkes and stuff mm-hmm. the little precious memories things that Annika was talking about there's the precious memories and then there's like the woodblock ones you know what i'm talking yeah. about mm-hmm. the woodblock yeah i thought that yeah. they were just for mormons when i first saw them because they have like my friends my friends were all mormons and they had them i'd never seen them before <laughs> But I thought they were like Mormon tchotchkes. I'm like, I'm like, how do I get one made? They're like, go to the store. I'm like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> go to the store. <laughs> Let's see, wooden figurines, wedding day bullshit. You can get one, you cursed your marriage. Don't do it. <laughs> so note to self, don't ever buy one. Don't ever buy <laughs> one. <laughs> Don't send them to my they're friends. called willow tree figures. Oh, every wait. every every woman that I've seen or every couple willow I've seen get a willow tree figure, they're divorced in like three years. I'm like, and it's a curse. Don't I'm get looking. them. So I won't tell you guys that my sponsor like gave me one for my first sobriversary. <gasps> well, it's fine. You weren't you weren't married. It's okay. No, no, she gave it to me for her my first sobriversary, and it had been given to her by her sponsor on her first sobriversary. And then I passed it on to my sponsee on her first sobriversary. Oh, that's so you, a cute You, you that's keep passing tradition. it on so nobody yeah. can you, You're passing it on. <laughs> We're passing yeah, it on the curse. It's only when you get the like together. You know, oh yeah, and, no, it's just a single, a single. And their version of dark skin is like peach. Oh, <laughs> so they're Anyways, racist too. What okay. are you talking about? I don't know. They're they're cute. They're very well made, but I just I thought that they were. I, <laughs> I thought you bought them at like the Mormon gift shop or something. Yeah, no idea. <laughs> oh, the same place you buy the underwear. <laughs> you should have come here for the Mormon walkthrough of the temple here in DC. Oh, I've I've done it. I've done it. I saw like golden bulls and shit. But where you know, was that at? Where'd you at, go? Uh, there's one in uh, Mesa, Arizona. Oh, and it was like a grand opening. It was like super crazy. Yeah, they had the the one here in DC. They did a walkthrough thing. Well, like you still they... couldn't, you still couldn't see everything. No, I'm sure I saw almost well, the I mean, ceiling I, room or uh-huh, whatever. I did. I saw it. 
but then of course they're renovating it so like they yeah. like get out all it's the bad not juju the, yeah. the non-movement the non-mormon juju out of the building after that you just you just youtube it yeah uh, okay all, all right, right sorry we digress okay so then we're <laughs> now going to month five he goes back to doctor now and he's he weighs in at 576 with a recent weight loss of 42 pounds for a total weight loss of 139 pounds. And by this point, he should have lost over 200. Mm-hmm. And it's still like a decent amount, but he should have lost more. Yeah. And it's slowing down just as Dr. Now said it was. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Now wants to set up appointments for him in Houston for an endoscopy and blood work. All of his tests come back good. He talks about his personal trainer. Um, now this is where I'm like, this is kind of a weird conversation when Mark wants to have a drink with his family and they're like pouring liquor out and it's like daytime. And I'm like, I don't, you know, I drink, I know you don't, Hannah Cobb, do you, I don't know, but, um, it's kind of weird. I've never had like a family <laughs> setting. Where like, She's laughing. Cause yes, she does consume. <laughs> I indulge. <laughs> yeah. Like now my grandparents from Russia were like big drinkers and they passed away when I was younger. And I remember my Zedishka pouring vodka a lot. But as like growing up, I never like just would cheers like straight liquor with my family. Like and that they're drinking the out of like, these plastic cups because they're eating off a plastic table because they're eating in a like converted garage into a, a kitchen. Because it looks to me, my guess is that they're having some kind of like, like a remodeling, right? Um, but like a remodeling done to the kitchen. So this is like their temporary kitchen because it looks like a like garage camping. converted to me. And there's a know. box with what appears to be an appliance in it in the kitchen that's like there for <laughs> a while. I was yeah. I'm zeroing in on everything. In the well, box. that's why you were talking about them being like these rich people. I was like, ah, ah, maybe I don't know. As they drink out of their plastic, <laughs> yeah, because I think they're living in the yeah, I mean, maybe their, their, their kitchen is temporary. So he wants to have a drink with them, and they're talking. And he says, "I'm not getting the surgery." They call his sister. So now everyone's talking to him. <laughs> and his sister says you should get the surgery and that's when his dad says your sister's right and she's smarter than you and i'm like okay that's good y'all, y'all have wow. some problems man <laughs> some serious issues man yeah he keeps like belittling him and putting him down and i'm like well no wonder he's not yeah. losing weight of course yeah. not he's eating his feelings away yeah and when somebody tells you you're stupid you see yourself as stupid so mm-hmm. And you're fat. Well, you then you see yourself as fat. It's it's terrible. And at this point, I was like, all right, I don't like the dad. I mean, I didn't like him before, but now that that was just the final straw for me. The broadcast will be right back. And now back to the broadcast. Fast forward to month nine. <clears throat> we see him going, Mark going to another clinic. We don't see him going to Dr. Now just for a weigh-in. Mm-hmm. And he weighs 579.6 pounds with a weight gain of three pounds. As they're sitting there, they have to call doctor now and tell him what's going on. <laughs> it's like calling daddy. Yeah. <laughs> He's Call like, so father. the good news is, you know. <laughs> and then he goes on to say, I don't want to come up with any excuses, but I, I also haven't used the bathroom in a few days. And I'm like thinking, I'm like, I've used that excuse. Like, but He's I go like, to the bathroom dude, every I'm day. so full of shit, man. Yeah. He's like, sure. But then that means you didn't gain or lose anything and that's not the goal either <laughs> it's not the goal either right right um and again i wrote down his dad calls mark stupid for thinking he can have a couple of cookies i'm like oh my god i don't I every know. time like you wonder why your kid's closet eating yeah yeah 
Um, we see the family meeting with Dr. Paradise at this point, per Dr. Now's request on Zoom or whatnot. Um, yeah. Yep. That's it. The whole family. Then the whole yeah. family, except for the sister. Sister's like, fuck that. I'm not doing group ther- family therapy on that or she's too busy being a nurse working eight hours a week to she's be like, on I, got, I have though. shit to do <laughs> and not this shit so you know <sighs> don't blame her but let's talk about do you want to talk about the 16 year old or no sure okay so he is having this therapy session where he says that at the point he's trying to make is that i don't know something about well if this other person has this disease and they can't go and have surgery to fix it then i shouldn't either some kind of like grand weird pain white horse twisted <laughs> syndrome i don't know but he specifies the person that has this disease is this 16 year old girl he's been talking to oh and the context of the way that that comes out is like, so this is where I don't think they did him justice because they just like threw out, hey, there's a 16 year old girl he's talking to without any sort of information on it. Right. So I looked into what that was about and somebody posted on Reddit one of her Facebook posts when they like blacked out her name, but I found it. I'm not going to say it, but um, uh, she, what does she battle with? Complex regional pain syndrome that she's had since second grade. And so how they met was, um, they've never met face to face, but so Mark is an employee of this girl's brother. So when Mark was down on his luck and frustrated with how things were going, he decided to contact my 600 pound life. He was ready to have bariatric surgery. And then the brother, the brother told Mark about his sister that has this complex regional pain syndrome. Right. And so that story stuck with Mark. And when he found out what she was going through and all the treatments, he said that he changed his mind and if she couldn't do something quote easy to get better then he wasn't going to either so there was some like brief communication between the two of them that his her brother knew about and like motivational quotes and it and it looks like this girl's pretty sick and dealing with a lot so i was thinking about it if roles were reversed right if it was like a woman being introduced to a younger man that was battling a disease or an you like know, a little around, boy like, that was a 16 year old boy right like a um would it have been looked upon differently i don't it's know still kind of weird i would still it would still be kind of weird is it weird though that it's through like a friend a co-worker i mean it's like if a i a little less weird because it at least explains like how they connected versus like can you know connecting in a a, like a discussion group of like-minded people who have who all have complex regional pain syndrome or what you know like a support group type thing like they don't have similar things it's not a fellow person who's morbidly obese it's not you know what i mean like that would make sense so having the friend 
kind of explains at least how they know each other but like to have a like the connection and weird there's a weirdness to it all and his weird like reverse white knight syndrome thing about if she can't then i can't like who is she that you're suddenly so passionate about that you're you know not just the whole thing was weird it's a little strange and i think you're just trying to find an excuse of saying like well just pretend like i have something that you can't do surgery on me how would you treat me then and yeah. he didn't express okay. it very well. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just the, nothing is expressed well in that fucking show. That's why. That's why I agree. I'm like, like, there's too much, and I think it could have been just a few messages here or there that are completely right, not even. Yeah, and of course, everything gets blown up to be what it is. Because I heard some people saying some horrible things online, like he's grooming her, and he's. I'm like, you don't have any evidence of that. Like that's no. just that's like it is a little strange. I know we all kind of caught it. Like, okay, 16 year old, like what? Okay. They're and trying to get, you know, they're sensationalizing. Right. You know what I mean? They're they're trying to provide entertainment. You know, they heard that and they're like, oh, who is this girl? You know, and he, he right. it could have absolutely been out of context the way that, that yeah. 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 So that was that. And I think like it was an excuse kind of. It was just an uh, scapegoat. It was just something to just. Something mm-hmm. else to. To kind of. Yeah yeah dr p though was like the king of logic you know <laughs> like you know when he's doing everything that he's like bringing up this guy mark was bringing up about like what about this he's like no you're not saving your life like this is saving your life. doing the surgery would save your life like you know all this so i love dr p <laughs> right because <laughs> let's dr. be honest the average person doesn't get to 700 700 pounds right i mean you have to really yeah eat a lot and and there obviously is something right. pathological underneath exactly. that. What is that? You know exactly. And what is the underlying? He's clearly got a fear of going for the surgery. Is it a fear of failure if he gets that and then he fails? Like, you know, which I, I mean? think like, he did actually mention at some point. Yeah, he did. I think he he did say something about that. And I think that, I mean, that makes sense. I guess like if you go, I think that's part of was was Tammy's part of part of her issue. I think so yeah yeah was that like oh god because if I do this then I won't have an excuse not to you know to fail and then I have to really do this and I have to change and oh my god it's all too scary you know I just Um, noticed that I typoed Dr. Paradise to say Dr. Parasite sorry oh no No, I'm not gonna do Dr. Paradise like that tiny he's like he's like Hanakawa size but I just want to pick him up and just give him a big hug oh my god he he's is so, he's like four foot ten he's so cute <laughs> he's i like dr paradise oh i love him i love him yeah um so start, what else start calling this show my dr paradise therapy session <laughs> <laughs> like what kind even... of logic is he dropping now yeah and basically he doesn't get the surgery I mean, that summarizes the rest of the episode yeah he and decides he knows better and he's gonna do fine on his own and so i did look him up on instagram mm-hmm. uh to see if he posted anything recent and it looks like this is a new account and the three things he posted with were with his trainer and uh, I did see him tagged and stuff. It looks like his trainer made some recent posts saying he's working really hard. And he did he does seem to have lost some weight, but they're not. Oh, wait, in April 2022, he dropped down to 563. 
as of March 2023, he has officially entered the 400s at 487. So okay. he has, as of March, He's losing something. As of now, yeah. Well, one of the things that he had said too was that this guy had given him a different diet that's different than Dr. Now's, which mm-hmm. is probably better for him, to be honest, because 1200 calorie a day diet is not ma- sustainable. It's not maintainable. It's like a no. toddler, right? And you need to eat what you're, you know, ma- it, your macros matter, blah, 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 blah. I'm not an expert. So I, you know, <laughs> but like, there are certain things you need balances of this and that and just purely eliminate like you've talked about anything it tells you to completely cut out anything that it's not that's not great you know what i mean so he probably did give him a diet that's more sustainable more protein focused right and And of course like if this guy if mark's working out all the time and the other 700 pounders are not working out like that 1200 calories is like the bare minimum before your body goes into starvation mode. So at that point, you'll start to retain weight if you don't eat enough, if you're, you know, working out and not eating enough. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I am. I mean, yeah, those are the same exact conversations that I had with um, my doctor today, actually, as we were talking about my macros for maintenance, you know, and the, the focus on proteins and how many, you know, how much protein that, you know, especially given the types of workouts that I'm doing. If that guy, if Mark is working out the way that they showed him on TV, that one, if the, he's working out like that on a regular basis, yeah, his body composition is totally going to change. Mm-hmm. He's, yeah, um, but you can't outrun a bad diet. So he has right. to still make sure he's eating properly, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and it looks like he's doing pretty well, though, to be down to 28 and and not having surgery. So I guess wish him the best of luck. Hopefully he'll be able to, the world will see his dad being an asshole and he'll be able to see <laughs> that the world knows his dad's an asshole and he can come out on top and he'll move <laughs> out and then what will mom do? Yeah. <laughs> My sister already up and moved away. She moved as far away from mom as she could get. She's in Seattle. <laughs> from from like, I'm Florida out. to Seattle. <laughs> I am out. She moved the fuck away. <laughs> um, I, I can't blame her. Can't blame her. All right. Um, I think that's it for Fat Friday. We've uh, been talking your air off. Uh, thanks for listening. Um, please share the show. Please leave us a five-star review if you like our show. Leave us a nice little comment. We would love that. And um, we will hit you up next, uh, next week. Bye. Hey, fraudcasters. You know, I used to find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. They were the first thing to take off when I got home. But Skims has changed all that. You guys know I love my Skims Fits Everybody t-shirt bras. I own them in just about every shade now. I wear them every single day when I leave the house. And they are completely worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I was not expecting from them was how comfortable they are. Even the underwire bras that I wear all day, I barely even notice. Definitely not the first thing I take off when I come home anymore. Y'all, I'm a 36 double D and I've had a reduction and I've gone up and down and lost weight and gained weight and all the things. And the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra, I swear, fits me the best. I finally found a t-shirt bra 
that I can wear. But not only that, it is the best bra that I own. It holds the girls in so well. And let me just say, Hetero Life Mate really appreciates these bras too. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com. Now available in 62 sizes from a 30A to a 46H. Plus, get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, please be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show, The Fraudcast, in the drop-down menu that follows.